0: G'day, welcome to Stat Stuffers. As always, I'm your host, and I'm joined by Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? Pretty good, pretty good. So, game one of the NBA Finals, we are here to give you our recap. Uh, let's just jump straight into it. Like, yeah. This was a pretty great game, I would say. Fun game, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your key takeaways from it?
1: Um, big takeaways, Chris Paul is ready for the finals. Uh, yeah. He came prepared yes. today. Um, and so did Devin Booker, actually. I th- was a bit worried about Booker and how he'd go in his first finals minutes, but he came ready to play. Um, and really just the Suns' big three was very impressive all game.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they really did carry them this game. Yep. Um, yeah, so one of my kind of notes from the first half, so we're taking notes during the game. Um, Cameron Payne had an interesting game. I think mm. he was pretty slow to start the first half. He really didn't right. seem like himself. He He played played very nervous, I, I think.
1: Which is understandable, I guess. Yeah,
0: so it really did come down to the stars, this game. And, yep. you know, um, Giannis had a good game. Not a great game. Yeah. Only 20 points. Uh, I'm not sure what Middleton finished with. give uh, that up.
1: Middleton finished with 29. Yeah. Yep.
0: And then Drew Holiday was garbage. Yeah, 10 points. Yeah, um, I mean, he had four seven and boards and nine assists or something like yep. that. But he played awful.
1: Yeah, really bad.
0: Like... Yeah, no, he he wasn't playing great defense. He was making awful passes. He was just dribbling it off his leg. He was taking bad shots and not making them.
1: Yeah, that really rushed thing that I was talking about before. Um, just sort of taking bad, quick shots, especially in positions where the Suns were sort of stretching out their lead and then Holiday would run up and just throw up a pretty rough shot. Um, yeah, not a great game for Drew.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what what were your takeaways from, like, the first half, if you've got it separated like so, that? So,
1: the first half, um, I just thought the... Well, I, I thought Booker was really good in the first half. Um, yep. He really led the charge. Um, he had the ball in his hands a lot in the first half. He was uh, drawing fouls and hitting shots. And, and that's because
0: of the Bucks' defensive scheme. Yeah.
1: Um, just interesting. He, he Who was on him to start? It was Chris. Chris started him in yep. the first quarter, and then I think they went to Drew in the second quarter. But... Um, they they were hunting mismatches all game. The Suns, yeah, um, they were hunting switches and getting the worst defenders on their for their best guys and then going to work. Yeah, um, they went
0: after Brook Lopez like we expected. Oh, the later on in the game they went after Bobby Portis a lot. Yep,
1: um, Brent Forbes when he was out there, mm-hmm. Connaughton when he was out there, um, always hunting for those switches and um, they were really effective against it. Um, and then he sort of cooled off in the second half. Um, Did he? A little bit. He picked it back up in the fourth, but I thought in the third he went a bit quiet. He only finished the game shooting eight for 21. Right. Only one for eight on threes, but 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Yeah. Um, just making stuff happen. Also making great passes and just running the offense really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that you mentioned during the game as well, in the first half in particular, was that the Suns were doing a really good job Um getting in Giannis' way and making him a playmaker instead. He, yeah. A lot of times he passed up shots. Uh, I mean, they weren't great shots that he was passing up. He was making good decisions by passing them to his teammates, but yeah. then his teammates weren't converting. In particular, Drew Holiday, PJ Tucker missed a couple of layups, I think. Yeah, um, Yeah. so Giannis, he did kind of get a bit more aggressive later on uh, yeah. in the game. Really, in the fourth quarter, he started going at the rim, but he got fouled every time. And uh, while he can't hit his free throws super well, that might not be the best thing.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I thought... it Giannis was here for the the uh, the sorry, the first and the fourth quarters, and then he sort of disappeared through the middle. Especially in that second quarter when he was a bit of a roll man. He was always making passes out of the roll to yep. corner guys, and they just couldn't hit their shots. Um, so they sort of neutralised Giannis a little bit uh, in terms of his scoring. But um, I thought he was effective defensively still, and... Um, still rebounding huge numbers. They finished with 20 and 17, I think. Yeah. Like I
0: mean, he had that insane block as well. Who oh, was that cra- on? Uh, on uh, Mikhail. Right. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the fast break. Very, very LeBron-esque mm. in the 2016 finals. It was crazy out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Um, also from the first half, uh, Darius Arich actually ended up hurting Gibbs off. Mm. So he planted really hard on his right leg, I think, and he ended up uh, leaving the game and not coming back with a knee injury. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what it is yet. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Um. I don't know if it mattered a whole lot for them because of how much Aiton played, and then when they weren't playing Aiton, there was a little bit of Frank the Tank. Yeah, But then they also just went small for a while there.
1: Yeah, especially when the box went small. Yeah. Um, later in the game, they matched up with their forwards like that. Um, yeah, Sarich would be interesting what his role would be if the Bucks return to that small ball lineup. I'm not sure if you can play him if Giannis is at the five. I don't think you want but you to, no. in terms of Portis at the five minutes, that's when I think you'd get the most out of Saric. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Frank the Tank's kind of just like a... He's like 75% of Saric, right?
0: <laughs> I was I was thinking that, but then I also noticed Brook Lopez was kind of bullying Frank he the was, Tank a little bit. Which was. is weird, because Brook Lopez got... I mean, Brook Lopez had a lot of points this game, but like he also did not have a good game.
1: They were very irrelevant points it felt mm. like that some a lot of it was because they started uh jay crowder on him uh to start the game a lot of interesting matchups to start yeah. this game actually um Ayton on yana straight out of the gate wasn't expecting that uh yeah jay crowder on brook which led brook to get like yeah i think he had like 12 f- first half points or something like yeah that. um and then also we saw tucker on chris paul straight out of the gate that was interesting i wasn't expecting to see tucker on chris paul um yeah, so a few interesting matchups in a game one, which will be, I don't know, that's a fun way to start a series at least. Yeah. Just play your hand out straight away and see what happens.
0: Yeah, um, doesn't work. Go back to the draw board.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, that's what game one's are for, g- generally. Um, and then, yeah, we actually saw Chris Paul back on Tucker on the other end as well. Chris Paul mm. defending Tucker. Um, but yeah, Brook was just, he was scoring, but it was like, okay, that's exactly what we wanted you to do. Yeah. I thought the Suns defense did a very good job of Giving up the points they wanted to give up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, atheist. You were dead from the first half. Uh,
1: from the first half, no. I just thought, I think that was mainly it. But the third quarter is where this game blew out.
0: Yeah, this the third quarter was very interesting, and I think weirdly it was effort for the box. There was a lot of bad offensive rebounds that they let yeah. get given up. They weren't crashing the glass as they should have been, which when you're up against the Andrei H, you really should be. Obviously, Giannis Fisher yeah. with 17 boards himself, but
1: DeAndre Fisher with 18, so <laughs> 19, 19 actually, 19. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and they just weren't securing the boards. They weren't fighting around screens. So the, like I was really expecting Drew Holiday to be fighting around these yeah. screens, especially the ones set by Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's not the biggest dude in the world. You can fight yeah. around his screens. But no, it just felt like he couldn't. Then Chris Paul and Devin Booker would get into the mid-range, take a shot, and it would go in. It was,
1: it was a masterclass in the pick and roll. Mm. Um, yeah, they were setting up guys to get screened perfectly, like the perfect dribble moves to get them ready to crash directly into the screen like they could yeah. get around it and then just downhill whether it was brooke lopez or bobby portis um yeah book and cp just went to work especially cp what an awesome third quarter he had yeah um i think he had two separate eight point stretches by himself or something like that in the third uh, pretty much single-handedly blew the lead out the 20 um it was it was awesome yeah just and giving up weak like too easily giving up switches, yeah, for your worst defenders in the third quarter. Yeah, were, that really just, surprised me. That just They just switched effort. on everything,
0: yeah. which made no sense because you've got three elite defenders out there. I don't know if Milton's elite elite, but like he's up there. Yeah, um, these are the guys that you should be putting on their stars, and yet you're just letting Brook Lopez get on them. You're letting Bobby Portis get on oh. them. I personally think Bud might be the worst coach of the league. He's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's awful. Like. They just went after Bobby Portis like four possessions in a row. It was just like. Just back to back to back to back. Go on, Bobby. Keep playing.
1: CP just cooked him Mm. in like three straight possessions. Um,
0: Two of them were threes, I believe. Yep,
1: I think so. That was part of one of his eight point runs. Um, Yeah, it was a really weak defensive effort for the Bucs in the third quarter. Yeah.
0: And. It didn't help that Giannis didn't do a whole lot in the second or third quarter. Right. Really, I
1: feel like he didn't play a lot in the third
0: quarter. It felt like he legitimately was not out there. Yeah. Like he honestly might not have been out there. How many minutes did he play?
1: Um, finished with thirty-five minutes.
0: So he had to have played some of the third quarter yeah, at least. Is,
1: which is th- uh, third from the start from the starters. Third most minutes. From right. The starters. Yeah. Middleton played forty-four minutes.
0: See, that makes sense. Yeah. Wait, who who else played more than Giannis? Uh, Holiday played thirty-nine. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But uh,
1: honestly, they didn't have anyone else to give them to. Forbes hit a couple threes in the fourth. Um, But Jeff T is kind of unplayable. Yeah. Um, Especially if like CP and Book are going to be doing that. If they're hunting people like that, Teague cannot be out there. Yeah. N- um, neither can Forbes actually.
0: But At least Forbes is good for a couple threes. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, Yana's really needed to just attack more. And he did start attacking... Like, kind of midway through the fourth, he actually started going at the rim, but it was just too late. The, the lead was too big. They got it down to seven, but I think um, it ended up getting back up to 14, and it didn't really get much closer from there. Yeah,
1: finished a 13-point win for the Suns. Um yeah, like, and the, that third quarter could have been a lot worse if it wasn't for Middleton at the end of the quarter, mm. hitting some big threes and hero shots just to keep them in the game. Yeah. Because the Suns were getting it right back on the other end. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it was when the Bucks started going small that I liked it because Giannis was going out the rim and he yeah. was really attacking, but it was just way too late in the game to start doing that. Yeah, the start of
1: the fourth was huge. They went straight to Giannis at the five and then... It, uh, you could see that the Suns were a bit. Oh, what do we do here for a couple for like the first six minutes of the quarter? Yeah. Um. They started with Aiton out there. They quickly took him out in t- like two minutes or something like that. Um. And played Jay Crowder on him. And who was that lineup? It was like, Book, Cameron Johnson, Jay Crowder, Sarich Uh, sorry, Craig and McHale. Was it all their wings out there? It might have been. It might have been. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they were just sort of like, okay, well, if they're small, we'll go small. And it. It worked a bit better, but also um, it was still the Bucks' best lineup. Yeah, for the night, it was still sure. definitely their best lineup for yep. sure. Yeah, Giannis getting downhill in transition, just no one big enough to stay in his way, really.
0: Yeah, but yeah, again, it was just too late. I mean, maybe yeah. Buds learned his lesson and we will go back to that small ball a little bit more. Like I, I'm praying that we don't see Brook Lopez for more than like twenty something minutes next game. He
1: did not play in the fourth at all. They Good. stayed with that small ball line. Good. Yes, the entire Good, game, yes. Yeah. So fourth, I should say. Yeah. Um, but I think in the in the f- f- Like, the minutes Aiton was out in the first half of the fourth, Monty, who was a great coach, Mm. uh, came up with some stuff and put Aiton back in to finish off the fourth quarter and was pretty effective against Giannis. Yeah. Still draw his fouls and stuff, but... um Again, Aiton was just massive inside, grabbing rebounds and being big and getting putbacks and stuff like that. So he's always a threat as a roll man, especially. Um, they just sort of went back to what they were doing, which was just running that pick and roll and yeah, and yeah, playing good defense. The Suns' defense was really impressive. I yeah,
0: that's for game. sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, speaking of free throws, I mean, I was a little bit frustrated by some of the calls the Bucks weren't getting. I think the Suns right. were getting more or less the right calls. Yeah. I don't think there was too much of like e- egregious foul. Uh. Foul or whatever, but yeah, it ended up being twenty three free throws for the Suns to eight. Uh, I think it was twenty six. Oh, made Att- so made made uh, twenty five made for the Suns
1: to nine made for the yeah for the box. But most of that was Giannis missing. Yeah, Um yeah, it was twenty six attempts to sixteen attempts for the for the box.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it was it was Giannis missing, but he was shooting faster. He was shooting a bit faster. That's right. <laughs> or.
1: Were see, I'm convinced the Suns were just counting a bit slower. The Suns fans were just I don't think a, so, a tiny bit slower. I think they picked up the two seconds that we're missing.
0: Maybe usually, <laughs> that's my theory anyway. Um But yeah, no, I I was a little bit frustrated by some of the calls the Bucks were not getting. But right. I mean, they got they started getting calls when they played aggressive, and then they stopped playing aggressive, and then they stopped getting the calls.
1: See, that's what I, yeah. I think they just didn't play aggressively to the hoop.
0: I, I thought in the fourth,
1: Middleton didn't get a few calls. Um, yeah, but. Up until then, I didn't think I didn't see anything egregious necessarily. I just thought the Bucks weren't that aggressive to the hoop. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the time, and I, I thought Aiton was really impressive defensively as well, just keeping his hands out a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Um, looking, uh, do you have anything else to add for game uh, for the second half?
1: Uh, for the second half, um, let's see. Here. No, I think that's mainly it. Yeah, just and Chris Paul and Book just sort of carried them home. Yeah. Um, when the Suns, uh, the Bucks made that late fourth quarter rally. Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. So looking to to ahead, ha- looking ahead to game two, what do you think?
1: Um, I think we're going to see a lot of changes from both teams. I uh, think so as well. Yeah. Um. Maybe the Suns sort of keep it out and see what the Bucks have done. Mm-hmm. But I think Monty's definitely got solutions to most things they've come up with. Yeah. Um. I do ju- I think we're going to see a lot more of Giannis throughout the whole game rather yep. than just at the at the bookends. Um. And. Hopefully a better Drew because yeah they can't have That's Drew being Bledsoe so again <laughs> yeah no they need Drew
0: Holiday to actually be doing stuff yeah. out there um actually playmaking um for their guys uh yeah I think I think they need to be more aggressive and I think they will be more aggressive more
1: aggressive and just not so easy to give up switches <sighs> yeah they
0: need to actually fight around screens and yep. stuff um crash the glass as well yeah because.
1: Yeah, Tucker, especially if Chris Paul's going to be on Tucker, he's a, another avenue of offensive rebounds for this yep. Bucks team, um, which so it could be something we see, but I don't know. Aiden's so massive. I am worried, though, that if they can't keep Brook out there, but the Suns can keep Aiden out there, it might be a bit tough to get get those boards, at least offensively. You know, you've got to try yeah. as hard to get the de- defensive rebounds, but offensively they might be a bit short there.
0: I don't know. They've got a lot of good, smaller rebounds. I mean, obviously Giannis true. had 17 boards, which yeah. is... You know, hard Imagine. to ask for more. Yeah. But yeah, no, they've got good rebounders in Drew Holiday and Chris Milton and um, PJ Tucker. Yep. So yeah, I think they can just just try to get some of the... It, I'm not even that worried about the offensive rebounds. Right. I just want them to get those defensive rebounds. There was a couple there that they really should not have given up and they were really bad. Yeah. There was one in particular where Drew Holiday just stood there as Aiton got the offensive rebound and dunked at home. He, yeah. he could have gotten there before Aiton he just stood there. Yeah,
1: the Bucs actually ended up with more rebounds this game, but just sort of timely ones, I guess. Yeah. Um, Three more offensive rebounds for the Bucs and one more defensive rebound. Right. Um, But yeah, they gave up a lot of big ones that sort of pushed out the lead or kept the lead or stuff like that. All
0: right, anything else looking ahead to Game 2?
1: Game 2. I'm excited to see... Well, I think there's a few ways that the Suns could also get better, which is interesting. Uh, A lot of their... Didn't hit a lot of, well, a high percentage of threes. Mm-hmm. They hit a fair few. I think they hit about the same as the Bucs, but 11 for 34. Um, Book was 1 for 8. Crowder was 0 for 5. Um, their bench guys came through. I thought Cam Johnson had a great game. Yeah. Um, defensively and offensively. But, um, yeah, maybe Book hitting some more threes, keeping that. I like seeing that aggressiveness, though. 10 free throw attempts, that's good.
0: Yeah. Um, I was expecting some of the Suns guys to be a little bit cold mm-hmm. here. I think Jay Crowder had a pretty average offensive game. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, but Bridges and uh, Kim Johnson both had good offensive games, which yep. is kind of all they really need. They only need two of those three guys to really be hitting their corner threes. Yeah, they had 10 points each, those two yeah. games. Yeah, I, and I think it's fair for them. Yeah. I, I think it's likely that they'll keep that up. I think yeah. Cam, I think campaign will be better next game as well. I think he'll kind of get over the nerves.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, no, I'm excited for games here. It's a good start to the series. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, let's get to our top stats and our top plus minus. So uh, I'll go first with our top stat. So originally I was going to say uh, most free throws without a miss. Um, most free throws in a finals game without a miss with 25. Next highest is 21. No, next heist was 23 tied. Uh, they would have tied them um, when I looked at that stat. Yeah. But Mike Brennan ended up saying it on the broadcast. And also they missed
1: one. Jay Crowder missed one. Oh, they did fin- they?
0: They finished 24 for
1: 25. Oh, okay. Right, they right. have the record for most consecutive Makes okay, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah.
0: All right, so um, well, my ha- <laughs> actual stat here is DeAndre Ayton is the third player uh, in Finals history with 20 points, 19 rebounds, and 80 field goal percentage. Wow. Um, Have a guess on the other two. It's easy. Oh, is it like Shaq? No, uh, no, I'm <laughs> older. Older? Oh, like uh, Kareem? Or Wilt? The other one as well. Wilt and the other guy. Bill Russell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so DeAndre Ayton, Bill Russell, and Walt Chamberlain have had 20 point, 19 rebound. 80 field goal percentage finals games. Right.
1: Yeah, no, he was very impressive. Yeah. Um, just being big in the lane. I. There's one point. He he started from the three-point line, took one dribble <laughs> and launched, and I nearly fell out of my chair because I thought he was going to dunk that thing from like the free <laughs> yeah. throw line. I was very interested in what was going to happen there, but he just laid it up. Um, yeah, an awesome game. Uh, yeah, my uh, plus minus, which was just sort of the tail of the... How's it go? What's the... I don't know anyway. The, the story. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Lopez was a minus 17 this game. Um, yep. Just getting cooked all game, pretty much.
0: Yeah. What did he end up finishing with in terms uh, of numbers?
1: He finished with 17 and six, um, shooting 50 from the field, 60 from the three point line, made three threes. Yeah. And still was a minus 17.
0: Yeah, you'd usually think that would be good, but no, I mean, yeah. he just got everything their... he got for them on the offensive end. He gave up on the defensive end.
1: He was their third leading scorer. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't play in the fourth because they just couldn't. Mm. Yeah. So, interesting series ahead. Good start for the Suns. All right.
0: Okay. Anything else to add? I think that's it. All right. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Stat Stuffers. You can follow us on Instagram at stat underscore stuffers. You can email us at statstuffers5 at gmail.com. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.